Hey, gorgeous people. This is the Ace Your Life Show, and I'm your host, Amy Elkman. I'm here to bring a little sunshine into your life every time you listen. Isn't it time to stop waiting for people to read your mind to be happy? I can't wait to share some really funny stories, some interviews, and some favorite things to give you an instant jolt of joy. Don't you deserve that? This podcast is about choosing to feel good, laughing your face off, learning some cool stuff, and figuring out how to ace your life. So go grab a cup of coffee and let's dive in. Happy Real Life Quickie Day, everybody. So I have been a little MIA, and I just want to tell you why. Um, I had a big month of January where it was like everyday podcasting, plus some real life quickies, plus some traveling, and um, kind of got a little burnout, not going to lie to you. So... I've just kind of been taking a few weeks to really focus on kind of getting my act together. Um, I think the last podcast I made, I mentioned that I am in the throes of menopause and all its beauty. And I have a lot to share about that because I think that we, um, I was talking to my mother-in-law about this. I think that we just nobody really talks about menopause because it's kind of taboo. It's kind of embarrassing. It's kind of like, Oh my God, she's gotten old. She's going through the change. (laughs) She can't make kids anymore. She's all dried up. These are things that I've always thought in my mind, which is not true. And it's totally embarrassing that I had these thoughts, but I mean, let's be honest. I mean, that's kind of like what people say. And think, you know, I mean, nobody wants to be thinking about how old they're getting or that they're not on the front half of their life or that things aren't working like they did, you know, or that even that you can't have kids anymore. Um, That is one of the hardest things for me is just that this is kind of like a little death. It's kind of like my whole life, my whole identity, well, not my whole life, but about half of my life so far, my identity is a mom. And that was my pride and joy. That is my pride and joy. It always will be. They are my every life experiment, every assignment that I've been given from God. And when you find out that you just can't do that anymore, you can't make any more of those people. I mean, my husband has had a vasectomy since Charlie was one. So let's be clear. I haven't, I had that factory has been shut down for 16 years, 15 years, but it's just something about knowing that it's physically never going to happen again. I don't know. It's just, it's a death. It's a little death. And it shouldn't be glossed over. It shouldn't, we shouldn't be made to feel embarrassed about it. Uh, I know that my husband is so tired of hearing about it and God bless him. He has been such a champ. Um, and by the way, he's not perfect either. Like it's not easy for him to see me going through things that suck and that he has no control over or he can't help me. 
have my night sweats or have my mood swings or have any of that stuff. So what happened is, um, I got really sick over Christmas, then January hit, we were doing the magic and I was hitting it hard, probably a little too hard considering I'd just come over off of being really sick. And um, I was just trying all these new things. I took a real estate course. I was doing the magic every single day, plus podcasting about it, plus podcasting on the side, other stuff, plus traveling. Um, to I went to New York and back when I still hadn't quite, I wasn't quite feeling a hundred percent. And it was just, you know, it was, it was like, I hit a little burnout, not going to be lie. And then I started really having major menopause symptoms like achy joints, brain fog, crying, um, a lot of night sweats, a lot of just feeling like shit, basically. Like, like almost like I was being wrapped in a dark, wet blanket on a wintry day when all you want to do is go get a suntan. That's how I felt. And I just couldn't quite see the end of the tunnel because I'd been really sick and then I kind of started feeling better. And then my body just went into straight up menopause. So I did, thankfully, um, go see my doctor about it. And she was like, oh yeah, you are, you're 100% in the middle of it. And that's a good thing because now we know how to treat it and how to make it better and how to make it feel better. So I did, um, get on, apparently I wasn't making any progesterone or estrogen. So she put me on this patch. Now there's a whole thing about the patch, like Hormone replacement therapy, HRT, is one of the things that can really help you with your menopause symptoms. It can make you feel better. It can make you sleep better. It can make your night sweats go away. It can um, help you not gain weight. It can help you with your joint pain. It can help you with your bone density. There's so many wonderful benefits to it, but I have a lot of breast cancer in my family, so it was very important to me because I am so, so diligent about making sure that that is safe. Um, you know, I talked to my oncologist about it because I go see her once a year just to make sure everything's cool. And she's like, okay, you know, if it's a really low dose, we're good. And even if, you know, there are so many studies now, we know so much more now than we did 30 years ago when they were telling everybody, absolutely do not take hormone replacement therapy. It will give you breast cancer. Well, that's not, true and everyone is different and you all have to just kind of make your decision based on your own body, your own doctors, your own everything, lifestyle. So I decided to go ahead and try the HRT just because I want to feel better and I don't want to wait 11 years. At the time when I started it a year ago, she said you could be in perimenopause for 11 years. Well, no thank you. I was kind of miserable. So I got on a little patch a year ago, it was great. Then I got sick. Then I went into real life menopause, which I, she thinks is caused by me getting really sick. And just my body was like, all right, time to get rid of the lowest hanging fruit. Let's just go ahead and throw her into menopause. So she put me on a patch and the patch was half progesterone, half estrogen. Um, it was this giant patch and you put it on your lower abdomen 
I put it on um, the day she gave it or whenever I was able to pick it up at the pharmacy and I was on it for two weeks and I have never felt so bad. I didn't have any more night sweats, so that was nice, but everything else was terrible. I was mean. I was bitchy. I was judgmental. I was angry. Everything was pissing me off. Um, oh, just at one point we went on a trip to Mexico for a weekend in the most beautiful place with our best friends with nothing to do on the agenda except go have a nice breakfast and maybe take a cold plunge and then go lay by the pool. Like that is all my favorite things in the whole world. And I couldn't stop crying one morning. So it was just like all my tricks weren't working. All my tools in my toolbox weren't working. My journaling, my cold plunging, my meditation, nothing was tapping. Nothing was working. So finally, after two weeks, I decided to call my doctor and say, listen, I, this is not going to work for me. And when I did talk to her, she said, yeah, progesterone and that dosage doesn't work for a lot of women when it's on the patch like that. Let's try a different way. So I ripped that motherfucker off my body. It was like liberation. And the next day I started a new little thing. So now I have a little patch of estrogen. And then every night I take a little dose of progesterone. So it's so much better. I feel like myself again. I don't feel like a lunatic. I don't feel as crazy. And life is good. So that happened like a week ago. I switched all that up. So I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And also in the meantime, I um, met this lady who's a hypnotherapist. So yes, she's gone completely woo woo. But look, I'm willing to try anything to make myself feel better because the reason why I'm coming to you with this today is because something happened yesterday that was so eye-opening to me and it just made me feel like I wanted to podcast about it. And I haven't felt like that in like a couple of months. <laughs> so I thought, you know what, strike while the iron's hot, let's do it. Because I really wanted to just share this with you. Went to my book club this morning, we talked about it and they were like, yes, you should totally make a podcast about this. So here I am. Basically, I um, this is just another story really quickly. Um, I have a senior in college and I have a freshman in college. When each of these kids was a senior in high school, we did this really cool thing at their school where it's called a senior skit and they have an assembly and all the parents get dressed up like their kids. So Emma's year, I dressed up like a cheerleader. It was hysterical with the big bow and like the vest and the leggings and the cheer skirt. And it was hysterical. And then Max's year, I did it again. And I dressed up like a football player with the eye things and the pink tape on the back of his arms because he always wears that. And the football pants, I found some of Charlie's old football. It was hysterical. And we all go, we have an assembly and the whole thing is to kick off like the senior season where they know that it explains everything that's going to happen their senior year. It's really adorable. It's such a fun tradition. If you're not at Woodrow Wilson and you're at a different school, feel free to steal it because I think it is so cute and so fun, not only for the parents, but also for the kids because they get to see their parents come in and make an ass out of themselves. It's so fun. But one thing we did is a dance and we did the high school musical dance at the end of high school musical. They do this 
fun little dance. Um, we're all in this together. And I could cry thinking about it because it's just such a great uplifting message and everything. It's so cool. So I took it upon myself, Emma's year, to learn the dance and then teach it to everybody. And it's so fun. We had dads, we had moms, we had everybody come out. They dress like their kid. We go out on the stage at the end of the program where we showed them all the stuff. And then we broke out into this spontaneous like dance mob, but it was choreographed and it was so fun. And if you listen, my daughter filmed it, not knowing she didn't know any of it. I didn't even tell her I was coming to the school or anything. So they just thought they were having a senior assembly. And then we all show up and do this dance. They all start filming it and they are just freaking out. They're like, Oh my God, that's my dad. Look at him. Oh my God. Like it was hysterical, but it was also just this sweet moment. I already had a big cry about it this morning, not in a bad way, but in a sweet way, because I think it was such a, just a fun way that you can show your kids, Hey, I see you. This is what I think you look like. I'm making an ass out of myself in my own way, just to show you that I love you so much. And this is a fun thing we're going through together. And that's it. And hey, also, I'm here. Look at me. I'm here. I'm here in your school doing this fun thing just to kind of kick off this special time for you, right? So I've done it twice, taught the dance both times, loved every second of it because in my next life, I'm going to be a dance teacher or a ballerina or something, or maybe on Soul Train. I don't know. Can we bring that back, please? I really love Soul Train. Oh, God, I miss that. Oh, and American Bandstand. Who else watched American Bandstand every Saturday morning? Well, you're probably all a lot younger than me, but just, just, there's just something about it. The point is that I've spoken to a few moms since then that I didn't, that didn't come to the practice last night. We had a practice last night. I, by the way, I don't even have a senior this year, but the senior moms that are in charge this year called me and said, Hey, will you come teach everybody the dance? I'm like, hell yeah, I will. Cause I love that stuff. I get off on it. I, I can't understand it or whatever, but it's fun. So I went last night to teach the dance. I actually screwed up a lot of it. And now I have to go back next week and reteach it because I just didn't practice enough. <laughs> Again, progress over perfection, right? Right. Um, but the point is that I spoke to a couple of the moms this morning and I was like, hey, where were you? Oh my gosh, I miss seeing you. This is so fun. You got to come do this. And one of the moms said, I could never do that. I would, I would be so embarrassed you're so brave. And I thought to myself, what? Like, it's so fascinating that we think that people really care what we do. And it's really none of our business. I think that this whole thing is about just that connection with your kid. Like, look at me. I'm here. You're here. We're here together. I made a little fool out of myself, but it was all for you. And I love you. And yay. Like that was my whole thoughts about this whole thing. And I spoke to a couple of moms who were like, no, I could never do that. And it made me so sad because 
we put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect, to do everything right, to not make an ass out of ourselves, to not do the wrong things or say the wrong things. We worry so much about what other people think that we miss out on some of the most beautiful moments in life. Like, I know I'm being dramatic, but that really was such a beautiful moment between me and my kids because I don't know. It just was. It was fun. It was lighthearted. It was silly. And they were happy. And it made them realize what a goofball their mom is. And also, they saw me getting up and not really giving a shit what people thought about me, which kind of teaches them it's okay to do that. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be embarrassed if you really want to do something funny and fun for another person. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, Go for it. Just go do the things that light you up. You don't have to be perfect. I mean, I am doing so many things in the last year that I have no doubt people are making fun of me about. I have no doubt that I am making an ass out of myself all the time. But you know what? It's fun and I enjoy it. And I've loved doing this podcast. People thought I was insane when they said I was, and then I, when I said I was going to do a podcast. And then I realized nobody really cares that much what I do. They're really just more worried about themselves and how it's going to affect them. And that's true across the board in life. And this also ties into menopause. Hey, I'm going through menopause. It sucks. But it doesn't have to suck. Why does it have to suck? And when I met with this hypnotherapist, she was like, okay, listen, this is like a rebirth. This is like a new chapter of your life. This is what's so great about menopause is yes, that part of your life is over, but a new chapter is opening up where you're, you have wisdom, where you're a badass, where you're smarter, where you've learned how to do things the wrong way so that you can do things the right way. Hey, you probably have more money than you did 25 years ago. So you can enjoy your life a little bit more. You probably have more freedom. I mean, we only have one kid at home right now. We were able to drop everything and go to Cabo for a weekend because it was easier than it was when I had three little babies at home. So there are so many amazing things that we have to look forward to in this second chapter of our lives. But if you're worried about what everybody thinks, you're going to miss out on so much of the beauty, so much of the fun, so much of the magnificence and the magic that can happen if you just say, fuck it and go for it. I mean, I follow this girl, Kim Hale, K-I-M-H-A-L-E. I'll drop her in the show notes. She is fabulous. And when she was 50, she went on, or maybe it was yeah, she was 50. She has gray hair, glasses. She looks like a grandma. She's never had kids, but she looks like a grandma. And she was on the Ellen show and God rest his soul. The DJ put some music on and they were doing that one dance. I don't know what it's called. I don't remember. But anyway, she was doing this dance and they called her out of the crowd and she started doing the dance and she was awesome. And everybody was blown away because she looks kind of like a grandma, but she's got moves and she was amazing. And so Ellen was like, girl, you've got, that's amazing. Go, go, go. So that kind of put a little nugget in her brain. Like, oh, I really love to dance. I should get on Instagram every day and just do a little 
horny dance. So she started doing that. That was like three or four years ago. Now it is so fun to watch her progression. That was three or four years ago. She was probably about 20 or 25 pounds heavier, but she had moves. Now one little nugget has led to another. Somebody saw her on Ellen and said, Hey, do you want to come join our dance class? She did. She's awesome. So she keeps going to more and more dance classes and more dance classes. And then she starts posting that on Instagram, not just her corny little dances, but she starts doing like her corny little dances, plus showcasing her at these badass dance classes that are in LA. She gets better. She gets better. She works on her craft. She starts doing these sexy things. She starts wearing sexier clothes. Her hair is white, by the way, white, and she wears glasses. But her body is kicking because she's been dancing every day because she loves it. And she doesn't give a shit if anybody says she looks like a grandma, which they do, by the way. The internet can be really fucking mean to people who put themselves out there. And I just, I encourage you to remember this. I am not going to take advice from people in the cheap seats. If you're on the internet and you're putting yourself out there and you're being vulnerable and you're doing your thing and it's making you thrilled about life, then talk to me about what I'm doing. But unless you're out there trying things yourself and you're just sitting in your house judging everyone on the internet because you got nothing better to do, no, thanks. I don't want to hear from you because that's nothing. That that means that you're not willing to, to get the balls to do something yourself. It's very easy to critique other people and judge them. And usually it means that, you know, you're unhappy in your own life. I won't even talk about that. I'm going to get off that soapbox. But the point is people made fun of her. People said she had gray hair. People said she was a grandma, which she's not. She doesn't even have any kids. But, the, but now... She has gotten roles in movies. She's gotten role in commercials. And yesterday she just posted that she woke up in New York Times Square for some interviews, for some um, auditions. And she walks outside and she's in a commercial in the middle of Times Square. And she's like, none of this would have happened had I not just decided I love to dance. Let's see where this goes. I mean, do you see what I'm saying? Like, let's just all put down our ego for a minute and see what really lights you up and just go for it. Go give it a shot. Why not? It's just life. That's it. And you only have a certain amount of days on this earth. So why wouldn't you just want to go out there and see what kind of fun you can cook up? I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. That's what I'm doing. I am trying in every way of my life to do the work to make myself feel as good as possible, whether that's with an HRT patch or hypnotherapy or tapping or dancing. I've started dancing every morning. Yes, yes, she's gone off the reservation. But you know what? I feel better than I've felt in months because I'm just moving that energy. Dancing is something I love to do. Hey, you might see me in Times Square in a few years. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. Y'all, 50 is not what it used to be. It's just a tip. And it's just a number. Who gives a shit? Who cares?
Okay. I didn't mean to go completely crazy on this real life quickie, but I guess I did. But you know what? It feels good to get back into the saddle. So if you liked this episode, please share it with one of your friends and make them feel like they can go out there and do whatever the fuck they want to make themselves feel better. And if you want to take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram, I will repost you. And if you give me a review, I might send you a little something happy in the mail. You'll never know until you find out. So go do that. Anyway, go check me out on Instagram at Amy Elkman and on Facebook. Same thing. It's A-I-M-E-E-E-L-K-M-A-N. And I just love y'all. And I just want you to feel good and really just remember it's just life. So just go just go try to have a little fun today, a little bit of joy. Get outside, take some fresh breaths of air and live your best life. Okay, I have I'm late for an appointment, but I just thought I'd come on here really quick and share that with you. Let me know if there's anything you'd like to hear about and I cannot wait to talk to you next time. Love y'all. Bye. Hi y'all, this is Amy Elkman, the host of the Ace Your Life Show, and I have a question for you. How do you feel about the home that you're living in right now? Is it too big? Is it too small? Did your kids just go off to college and you're ready to downsize? Or did you just have your first baby and you're busting out of an apartment and you need more space? Do you wish you had a beautiful kitchen that you could entertain in? that has a giant island with Carrera marble and it's all white and bright with beautiful light streaming in all the time that makes you actually want to cook. Well, if you want any of these things, I got you. See, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a realtor and my husband is a remodeler and he's fabulous and he has three crews that can help you really make any dream come true that you want. So if you want a pool and you don't like your little tiny backyard, I got you. If you want a new kitchen to entertain in, I got you. If you want a gorgeous owner suite bathroom with Carrera marble everywhere that you can have your sexy bath time every night with candles and beautiful music piped in through the speakers, I got you. I can help you with all of that. We're kind of like Chip and JoJo's older siblings, but we're cooler and maybe married. I don't know. Is that weird? But anyway, so if you want to move, if you want to fix up the house you're in, if you want to sell the house you're in, just give me a call and I can help you make all your dreams come true. That is our passion. And if you're in the Dallas area, we can totally help you. So give me a call.